We're going live. Fuck it. We're going live. Fuck right. it. We'll do it live. <laughs> All right. We'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Fucking thing sucks. Okay. Um, let me get my stroller here. And what are we doing? Uh, uh, let's see here. L-A-W, the end. Who is, sounds like they're underwater. Is that you, Dick? It's fucking Dick, dude. <laughs> you sound like so you're breathing weird. through, like, hoses. Dick, you need a fucking CPAP, dude? You sound like the, the last 30, 40 minutes of the abyss. I think I have COVID. I just don't know it. Just turn down the, just turn down the sensitivity uh, on your mic, like, 14 notches. It's fine. Damn. Shots fired. The sixth finger. Yes, there we go. Okay, here we go. Is that what it was called? Yeah. It was. Uh Here we go. There it is. We're live in Ankala. Unfortunately. The anthology review. Did I? Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you shut the fuck up? (laughs) Anthology review. Hey, Anthony. Go All right, we're good. We's good. <laughs> we're good. I to... got six figures of fury over here. Oh, we's good to go. You Twitter's back up, oh. America. Oh, I finished. Right. I finished that bur- that Bill Burr uh, thing that you told me about. By the way, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. I laughed. You so heard the hard. part where he, compared, he talks about Rocky? Yeah, that's the best part. I love that part. <laughs> best part. Yeah, definitely. He's so fucking. It's great. our Twitter anniversary on LAW the Twelve is in review page. Whatever. That what does that mean? Does does Patreon win something? We do. <laughs> I don't know what, but um, we don't Take have a theme here. song yet. So welcome to LAW Anthology Review Episode Twenty Six. That's too happy. Episode 26 for The Outer Limits 105, The Sixth Fingering. Uh, welcome Ooh. to the show. I am Phoenix West. I'm Hi, Jim I'm You guys suck. <laughs> you know, you could just introduce us and like avoid the whole thing. I'm Phoenix West. There's Jensen Carlin in the bottom left if you're watching live. Uh, Adam, Adam Wilcox in the top right. And then, unfortunately, we have Dick Dickett in the bottom right. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, he's on his CPAP today. We watch the sixth finger of uh, Outer Limits from 1963, the original series, not the not the 90s Redux version. Before, or after Kennedy died. Uh, this is uh, season one, so before, I would assume it's before it November. I would assume. What if it's this? It's the day of the assassination. Let's find out. I don't know. Oh shit! Look it up. It oh, came out October, so about three Whoa. weeks before Kennedy died. Yeah, Kennedy was watching this episode. Going, oh, 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 oh look, that that guy has six fingers. That's crazy. This could have been one of the last things Kennedy watched. In, in all honesty, true. it could have been. Yeah. What do you about die like November? 22nd something. No, was it later? That is a creepy yeah. fucking thought, man. November of 1963. I, uh, this I, came uh, out. I, uh, I love that, uh, that, 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 uh, uh, Auto Limits show. It's great. Mayor Quimby. Yes. <laughs> That's right. 
Yeah, this could have been one of the last things he died before his brain was on the on the hood of his car, which was full <laughs> yeah. of memories of the outer limits. And here we are talking about it. And <laughs> you know what his problem was? He didn't have a big enough brain. No, had his oh, he had a too big of a brain. Had his brain been fifty percent smaller, it would have survived the. He would have missed the the bullet. Would have missed it. You know, it's true. The bullet would have been like, dashboard. It would have been like magically going around and hitting senators in the front seat. Yeah. Yeah, he would have missed it. Yeah. Anyway, uh yeah, the, this episode we did we did an episode a while back. I'm gonna say episode twenty, right? of this show. So Something six like episodes ago. Which is about eight weeks ago. And we did an episode about the feasibility study, I think it's called. Yeah, it was. Fan that, recommended that to you. Yeah, uh, Victor Gambora. It wasn't you, but it was someone else. I bring him up because he's the he's the Outer Limits guy. And I bring him up because he's the one that's like, he runs the Outer Limits podcast. So I only bring him up for, like, respect. He's the, he's the guy that does this shit for a living. So go listen to his show, the Outer, Outer Limits podcast. Go listen to him. I fully respect that. I just don't think the Outer Limits is as sacred as he does. I, and especially after watching what another fan on that on that Twitter feed that we did recommended, which was the feasibility study, which was voted on by Twitter as the episode we should watch, and that one was a big fucking letdown. This one randomly chosen. Jansen took a few days and chose this one. Mm-hmm. Way fucking better. Yes, sir. Just, just insignificantly welcome. better. I can't even tell you how much better this one was. Nobody? That's very good. Okay, nobody. Stop. Stop. I, I didn't know we were taking turns yet. I, I hate no. jumping. Speak, jumping, uh, speak, know, like a a speak like okay. a person. Speak like a person. Yeah. Well, you, uh, you, you had David Cullum, who's a fantastic actor. And if you don't know David Cullum, David Cullum is in NCIS. He plays the pathologist in NCIS. He's... Also was on the Man from Uncle, uh, been yeah. in a ton of movies, TV shows. He's the main actor in this, at least for me. Uh, performance magnificent, makeup magnificent, story magnificent. Um, excellent cinematography as uh, Jason Carlin, uh, you know, presented. Um, I really enjoyed it. I do think it could have been told in a short amount of time, but that's kind of the problem we have with all the Outer Limits. It's a lot of padding going on, so. I just want to put a pause in there because we're going to run All this right. differently with this new, with this new premise we have for the show, which is anthology series, not tales from the crypt and anthology series. Or thank tales from the, thank you. I, I'm so Fuck happy being involved in the show. Now <laughs> we're not like fucking yeah. miserable. Do you feel that like loss of tension? Oh, and that? I can also say with, with certain, uh, that outer limits doesn't completely suck. I can admit, I can say that. Okay, now. well, let's company. discuss two yeah, different things there. I want to say my, my little thing first, which is we do Twilight Zone every week. We're going to do it differently than Twilight Zone. We're not going to say our, our opinions. We're going to talk about the story in order first, and then we'll get to our opinions. Oh, okay. On this show. That's right. Because I forgot. people might not have that, seen right this. People might not have seen this. So we're going to do it in opposite order. Um, okay. So we'll, and, and kind of what you're going off there is... Outer Limits seems like it's... Uh, I mean, we watched two. One of them was good. So, 
Tales from the Crypt can go fuck itself. We, we I made a huge mistake starting the show up thinking, <laughs> <laughs> trying to force you guys to watch that shit. And I feel bad. Let's but... do a whole series of a show I don't know anything about. That's uh, you know that's you not you not really got to pre-screen a little bit there, Phoenix. <laughs> well, well, to be fair, I remember. No, you're right. Let's just say that in box one, you're right. I should have done that, but also <laughs> the nostalgia I remember, factor got the best of you. Yes, and I remember it being pretty good. All three of us on the right hand side of this do remember this being good, and we're like, "This is a good show." And Dick still yeah. is subscribing to that fucking ideology yeah, for some reason. Dick can get the fuck out. I, I have care. ten episodes that are good, and episode thirty, we're gonna get to your number one. So prepare for that. Okay. So, yeah. I think might you might choose the next dozen episodes of Tales from the Crypt we do. We're going to go down to your top ten in, in, in reverse order. Ten to one. Maybe. I, I haven't decided yet. I, I didn't even put it in like an order like that. I just wrote them down. I don't know exactly what okay. ra- ra- ratio would put them in. So I'll say this. Keep your top ten. Yes. We'll go down that list. However order you want to go, we're going to go down that list. Okay. Every, every fifth episode of this show is going to be a Tales from the Crypt. And it's yeah, gonna be Dick's epi- and if they're not good, they're going to hurt you. Yeah, okay. super, and hurt you. And bad. I believe Dick has said he has the the John Frankenheimer episode maniac. I did. Maniac oh, God, God damn it! On the list. He didn't waste what was that? Time. Was Man- less than ten minutes. He's into the podcast. He's Man- already into John Frankenheimer. He has Fuck Maniac at Large on there, right? Nine minutes, six seconds. John it's not a bad episode. It's not a bad episode. Okay, so so let's move on from John Frankenheimer, one of the greatest directors in all of history, and let's talk about uh, uh, what else is there in the world? Anything? No, just John Frankenheimer. Okay, let's talk about him. Roman. Yeah. So, listen, do you need to start a podcast? It's just you sucking John Frankenheimer's dick. His dead, decaying corpse dick. Oh, he is dead. It's true. It sounds can't better be than that, Tales of the Crypt episode. If he's dead. <laughs> Richard Donner's still kicking. He I died know, as I was graduating high school. Gravestone? Sorry, what? Well, Adam? Uh, are there any laws against humping his gravestone? Can you do that without getting arrested? I think you're all right. Okay. I don't think he, specifically he, 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 his yeah. gravestone, but there's probably got to be some laws against humping a gravestone. He's from no, New York. In California, you can do it. But he's from New York. So I feel like I could go hump his and Rod Serling's in one day and just have a great oh. afternoon. Just have like a really good afternoon. I'm having a premonition of seeing selfies on Instagram of Phoenix in front of both of those fucking headstones. (laughs) Now look where I went today. And then like if you would would fundraiser for bail. (laughs) If you fuck Rod Serling's gravesite, do you eat a pack of cigarettes before you do it? Uh, yeah. Get the taste of Rod in you. Yeah, maybe they do have a crossover because his wife, John Fingerman's wife, was in the Twilight Zone with. Rod Serling. So they have a crossover there. So that's a good fucking day for me. And but anyway, this episode, which does not involve any of those two two great humans that don't get me aroused. Um someone else take over because I'm getting flaccid. What's going on? Uh, are, are we going over the episode? Yeah, go in the episode in order. Jansen Okay. Okay. So the back the back episode... track. Back up. Wait, what? Back up. One second. Every time you talk, you talk, you times out. No, you're right. I do because I want to say this first. Jansen watched the episode without us. This is important to say, right, Adam? You, you will agree. Yeah, I think you need to point this Jansen out. Jansen watched it without us and he said, Can I join you guys later? I said, Yeah, no problem. 
And he joined us later at, through our review, which we did not stop talking through. So Jansen watched this episode without our hilarious commentary, if I will. <laughs> and <laughs> so, Jansen, you picked the episode. Actually knows the plot. You watched Jansen it actually... <laughs> on your own. What the fuck? Explain. <laughs> um... I thought this was great. I mean, I, it, it opens up and it kind of fucking reveals what's going to happen, right? You see, yeah. you see the end result of of the story that's to come, um, which is the face of the guy who's been sent forward, fucking like six million years or something like that in evolution. Um, and then it cuts back and it, and it really opens up with the, the opening <laughs> monologue, um, which doesn't really give you much insight. It's just fucking vague bullshit, whatever. That's standard. Um, and then we come upon um, Kathy Evans is the female lead in the story. And she's walking up to this great big house. She's got a basket, knocks on the door and is looking for the, the, the housekeeper. She's not there. She opens up the door and finds a man who's um, he's, he's obviously a scientist. He's got a bunch of fucking equipment around him and he's, he's working on stuff and numbers and shit. And he's doing sciencey shit. Um, he's like, "Bitch, who are you? What do you want?" And so she's like, "I'm here to give you bread." She's like, "Oh, oh okay. I, I guess I need some bread. I didn't eat breakfast this morning." Sells her the bread. Um, she's like asking him about what he's doing. He's like, "Genetics." <laughs> and she's like, "Genetics?" And he's like, "Yeah, it's the study of this, this, and that." And he's like, "Oh, genetics okay. by L. Ron Hubbard." She basically tells him that she's stupid. He's like, "What I'm trying to do is is speed up evolution." Fuck stupid girls. Smart. Oh, like, see what I did with this cool ass monkey. And there's a fucking man in a monkey suit walking around doing fucking sciencey shit because he's super smart um, because he's had his genetics altered. Um, so she's like, that's badass. I want to be fucking smart because I'm dumb, obviously. And he takes a bit of her blood. Uh, she does ask for the bread. She what? does ask, can you make me halfway smart? Yeah, halfway smart because she's dumb as a box of shit. <laughs> she's carrying a and we box find of it shit out later because arm. she goes back she goes back to wherever she's working with the fucking lady who's who's selling food or selling the the baked goods and she's like bitch where's the rest of my money and she didn't obviously get enough money from the guy or he gave her the wrong change she's like i didn't do it i swear i didn't steal your money and walks the two blackface guys that happened um cool <laughs> yeah didn't see that <laughs> <laughs> we talked over that Oh, did oh you? yeah! Oh god, yeah! <laughs> okay, cool. That was shocking. Well, I mean, obviously, first shot to me was yes, this is blackface, but obviously, no, it wasn't. It was they're minors, but they don't lead into that. Nope. They don't tell you anything. They just fucking look like they're, people wearing they're, blackface. They're minors. Let's minors. put a pause right there. They're minors. Let's put a pause minors. right there because we had a long talk about homonyms, and mm-hmm. I thought you chose this episode because you thought it was about minors. Young girls, more specifically. Minus, not minus. And I thought someone on IMDb put the wrong letter there, where they put an E instead of an O, and it was about minor girls. And instead, it was about literally minors, and it kept going back and forth, and I kept waiting (laughs) for it to... Definitely not minorities. (laughs) I kept waiting for it to change. Where It starts off where he gives the girl like a fucking heroin dose, and she's like... Oh yeah, it I'm takes like, okay. her blood to test if she's if she's valid for the for but, the uh, the test. But I thought it was about minor girls. I'm like, okay, this is what Jansen thought it was. He's a pedophile. <laughs> I get it. No, but I it, actually fucking read it and and and, and can read. No, words, I, know, I read it too. But I thought it was a typo. Yeah, 
I thought it was someone on IMDb. You don't make typos on IMDb, bro. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. But, and I kept waiting, like, it's going to be about a child who goes, and here she is. Okay. Now we're watching. <laughs> Wait, she brought a fucking real minor in here? It's a real, it's a real weird situation we're in where she brings in a blackface minor, ER, and then he does the thing, and he doesn't fucking matter for the most of the rest of the episode. Yeah. He doesn't fucking matter. Why do they have that character? Again, Outer Limits, why do you have this character? Um, I think it was honestly just to break apart the fact that she was interested in the guy who's the, the this you know saving her or whatever from the scary hillbilly miner um, who just wants to jump her bones. I, that's It's just... It's she's fucking, into him. Yeah, she's totally into him. For no um, reason. So yeah, so she goes back and she finds out that she's not good. Um, her test came back and she can't she can't get the progression, so she's gonna be dumb for the rest of her life. And then he's uh, he had told her at the beginning of the episode that he was looking for an assistant too, but he couldn't find anybody. And this this minor guy had just um, yeah. quit his job. Basically, told his boss that he's fucking smarter. He's too smart to work in a fucking mine. Um, and then she brings him in, still fucking grease up as as shit. And says, "Hey, uh, can you hire this guy? Because I really like him, and it would be great if you could hire him, so like he can make money for me and you know give me babies and shit." And he's like, "Well, I'll think about it. Let me ask you: Do you know this, this, and this?" And he's like, "No, I don't know anything about anything that you just talked about." Flowers for Algernon. Yeah, yeah. So then instead, he decides, "Okay, well, since you're doing this progressive thing of trying to, you know." push forward evolution on the on the quick let's take your blood and find out if you're ready for it because you don't got anything to lose and it turns out he is so he throws him in the machine um right there i think that's it basically throws him in the machine flips it forward and dude gets big brain no he doesn't what he he does but he doesn't get like Forehead big. He just gets a little smarter. He could play the piano. And then end of his storyline. Well, he does have John Malkovich head. Like he starts losing his hair, starts to get a receding hairline. You, you, you will play the piano. If you really listen to the dialogue though, like um I and I know that's part of the problem of, of why you guys do it this way, but yeah, the dialogue I heard it. He's jabbing at us. <laughs> the dialogue <laughs> Yep. Sorry, what? Yes, that time. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there's Jansen. You were in that, damn it. You must uh, hear that. The dialogue gives out. a lot of context clues that he is really actually smart. He's getting smarter by the minute. I got, we got that. Yeah. We got that. Okay. I okay. got that when his brain was going through his head. No. He had a big yeah. head. The, the piano guy, his brain didn't get bigger. He just got a little smarter. His fucking head was five times bigger than a normal human being. You're That's talking the about indicator. No, the the minor. Yeah, I yeah. know. The that's minor. what we're talking about. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking about. Physically, the the, the uh, illusion of him being smart is physically done through the makeup. We understand that he is a genius because his head got big. Yeah. yeah. And all the tests that he was taking are fucking useless because he's too smart, and there uh, there isn't a test that can fucking measure his no. smartness. Because his brain got real big again. Yeah, you know, if, if you had the dialogue, the context clues are there. So <laughs> he's gonna about. kick. He's gonna kick me out again. <laughs> I just wanted to do it too. 
Oh, man. I just like the fact that we were riffing on Elton John and all the different musicals that this guy was writing in that time period of that of the episode. It was way more fun than the episode was. Goodbye, Norm Jean. He's like really playing there too, which was crazy. This, this music is fascinating to me. It's wonderful. Do you know this one? <laughs> Dragula. It's a bittersweet <laughs> symphony. Then he gets sued by. Uh, anyway, somebody else take over because I'm bored now. Me too. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's the episode. Uh, he gets a giant head. She uh, she runs in to save him. He convinces her that he needs to go forward in time, and she chooses backward. And that gives me my next big question. So wait, can I pause you right there? Because I'm, I'm going to pause you now. Okay. I'm going to pause you now. Um, two things. I cool. You have fun with that. Okay, sorry. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead. Such a cock. Okay. <laughs> um, it, it appears for a second that he starts mind controlling her to, to do what he's asking. Yeah, of okay. And then the crazy part is that we, we are skipping bit, forward a little bit, but yeah, yeah. I mean, who cares at this point? The rest of that doesn't shit doesn't matter really. Um, the weird part is that it's it's a plot hole because like if he can control shit with his mind at this point, why doesn't he just jump in and pull the lever? Like, what's the point of having her do it for him? And that's where it lost me a little bit. There's a there's right. a big plot hole there. It's just subconscious. Can, can't pull the lever when he's inside of the container. I mean, he fucking pulled a gun out of the dude's hand. He fucking killed. He stopped a lady's heart. Can he mind control the lever, though? He pulled the door open without touching. He did. He knew. I think it was a subconscious choice on his part because the human side was still there, Mm. and that's the choice that was made. That's a stretch, though. Like that wasn't obvious. I'm trying to say. Well, I have a my actual thought comes in in play here. Oh, you have a thought? Yeah, they. Believe it or not, they Something they show. <clears throat> excuse me. They have a sh- they ha- they show a monkey, and my thought was, are they showing a monkey so that when he shows that he's you know superior intelligence and he has like alien powers, he's so far involved evolved. When she when she eventually puts him in the past, is he there just so that she could put him in the past so that he's the reason monkeys evolve into humans? She throws him into the That's past. That's what I was thinking was going to happen. Yeah. Like he's going to turn into a monkey. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm not following you. I have no idea what you're talking about. He is superior intelligence in the in the present, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. She she goes past. Uh-huh. They're showing a monkey the entire time for no fucking reason. No payoff. Uh-huh. Are they just doing well, no, that? The, the payoff was that he turned into a monkey himself, remember? That was the. That's why they did that. But is he? Well, he, also, is there, he there's, the there's thing? A plot device. He just really took the monkey and made it smarter. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So, so they made the monkey the smarter. Monkey be more human. We were reading more into it than what it really was. No, yeah, but he, the monkey got smarter and made him a human. That was all point of the intro. He's mm-hmm. a good scientist. But is that what she did at the end? Was throw him back in time? He's he's what goes back and makes monkeys eventually evolve into humans. That that's a good idea for another episode. But why? I mean, why would he? Why would he be that? He doesn't ever get out of the machine, you know. Or I, I don't that's, understand. The machine makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Well, no, because just he is. Yeah, because it's it's him individually getting smarter or dumber. He's not going through time. It's just it's his time. But yeah, again, because they there, there's yeah. a piece of dialogue at the he's beginning not. Too, when when he. 
when he comes out of it, he's like, oh, I didn't know this was going to have physical effects on you. Yeah. Like, so that it's obviously not designed to do that. And it wasn't but again. Intended. But the problem with that is the monkey got evolved. How come the monkey physically doesn't? But evolve? they they don't ever say that the monkey went into the machine. He just says that. No, I, but this monkey's been with me. And what I assumed him. was he went back in time and then changed the monkeys, and then his physical form in the present just changed back to what he was. The monkey part of him, or the advanced part of him, just went back in time. We don't see what happened, so we don't know. This is just what my theory. What I was watching, this is like this is what I assumed happened. Adam mm-hmm. ha- apparently had the same idea, so. Yeah, I thought they were going to go somewhere with that because it's like you start to see a little bit of the fur, and I'm like, okay, they're going to regress yeah. and why else a show that shit? It, it's 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 seemed, but but I think we're, what it is, is we're reading too much into that. The monkey was specifically there just to show that you could make the monkey smarter. That's fucking. But, but you dumb, guys do man. have a good point. All of you mentioned a good point. That the scientist told the lady that this machine is supposed to speed up the progress of intelligence. Okay, why even have it go backwards? That's so counterproductive. That's what I'm saying. That's why I assume that's what that was there. Because I needed to have a machine. I had a I had a backward plaque made. I needed to put it on the machine for something. Well, I mean, I think yeah, there's something it, to be it, said it, that, like, if if they if they, I mean, it's it's given for situations like this, right? I mean, if they right if they, if they forward the progress process. somebody through evolution too far and it fucks something up, they need to have a way to be able to pull them back. Well, it's just like The Simpsons. Somebody turned this doll to evil. <laughs> yeah. That's what and, it is. And as, as, as things progress, you know, they she sped up the process way too fast, and as a result, it killed him. So. They might have been able to turn him back, but it, well, it we don't know if he killed him. I mean, he passed out. Okay, right. The gradual thing. Well, he did kill the maid. He killed the maid. So see, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. At least there's something where we can kind of debate that because most of the episodes we watch don't have anything we can debate. Tales from the yeah. Crypt is so no, fucking on the no, nose. This is a fun one to talk about. Yeah, I enjoyed this episode. I I yeah. saw that as it sent. I was a little confused about why he's still there, but after time travel. And I was kind of like, my mind kind of split that. And I was like, his old, his big brain version went back in time and mm-hmm. it changed him back into what he was in the present. That's what I, that's what I saw it as. He's here now and, and also, whatever happens, but at least he went back and changed to evolution. Confused, we brought up the reference, we, we brought up the reference a couple times, Flowers for Algernon. And if you never read the book, there is a movie called Charlie uh, with Cliff Robertson. And, and basically it's, they took a very, semi you know simple special needs man and made him intelligent uh, with experimental drugs uh, he is in a while he a more normal person yeah. he, he starts to have a normal life and then the drugs regress and he goes back to what he was yeah. so he's in a twilight as an episode so called the 100 yards of the rim Go watch yeah, those. Just so you know what the hell we're talking about. So it's, it's something that's kind of been explored before, but it, this is just the more sci-fi version because as we've established before, Outer Limits is usually almost all sci-fi. It's not horror. It's mostly aliens and space and, and science fiction type stuff. So Yeah. It's a lot more nudity. That's kind of what different. Slightly more nudity. Twilight Zone will, will dabble into horror, but you know, uh, with Outer Limits, it's strictly science fiction. So, but it, it was still a good story. Solid performance. Uh, you know, I, I'd give it a nine out of ten for sure. What's going to happen uh, if we find the funny Outer Limits episode? Like how Twilight Zone has I mean, humor 
funny episodes are not funny. My only flaw with this is, is as Jansen pointed out, there's a couple of, of minor plot holes. That, and I think the reason the plot holes are so glaring is because I do feel like this show is longer than it needs to be. You know, you can tell the story in half of the time. There's that that one particular scene where they're just slowly turning the camera into a uh, into the the fucking uh, door, and it's like, okay, here's the padding. You know, it's like we're padding out the runtime. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody so, say anything. Yeah. Keep padding yeah. the runtime. <laughs> I said I gotta go pee. Padding at the wrong time, but I'm like pat. You keep Bad going, run time. and nobody run speaks. Time. Yeah, so uh, you know, it, I like How? the makeup. The makeup was really good. This really makeup solid. was solid uh, for that era. I think, I think the only problem with this show is they do that stupid intro thing, where they show a piece of the segment of the episode that takes yeah, place. Yeah, I was going to ask you guys felt about that because oh, I'm, I'm not that. even interested in what Phoenix has to say about it. But do you feel like that? That reveal at the beginning there was kind of a detriment to the story. Yeah, I, I do. Like it it. I don't think it really changes anything on how I feel about it. I well, mean, it, it takes I, a I surprise. I would have appreciated that makeup better if, if they hadn't showed it right away. At least that's how I feel about it. I feel like that was kind of a like they shouldn't have done it. You guys remember seeing Predator, right? Okay, well, at some point in your life, you've seen a movie called Predator. Yeah. A lot of people uh, mentioned that Predator. At the very beginning, they show a ship flying into the earth, and then the ship drops down, goes to the earth, and then they they cut to the the jungle scene, and they're setting up the characters and everything. They felt that the movie would have been better had they not revealed that what they're looking for is from outer space. Like, yeah, that was yeah. Kind of, I just got to call out something while I got to call out something while he's gone. I fucking told him to pee before we started the show, and now he's left the show, and he has yeah, to pee, and he's he's like really upset about it because he's so dumb. So he's gonna hear this later, and I just want to let you know, Phoenix, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> Listen to your dad, dumbass. Okay, back to the show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I I feel like, uh, and I never thought about that at the time. You know, them revealing that much before that that movie came out because I was I love that movie. It's like one of my top ten favorites ever. But I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, yeah, maybe it would have been a bit, because since that movie sold as a mystery, it would have been better to have not known at the beginning that this is definitely something from another world. You know, the, the, the characters in the movie don't know that, but they, they give it a <laughs> There's an alien six-fingered dick alien coming in this frame. Oh, hey, we and haven't said words that you left. I saw you talking. <laughs> that was I so close you. to nudity. I I I wasn't I did, sure if I, I was going to make the time. I did leave you a nice a nice present. Um, should you listen to this? Again, bomb. So. Yeah, I sorry. will not listen to this. So <laughs> you could tell me what it was. I just yeah. I just stopped the show and I and I pointed out that you had to pee because I told you to pee and you I, didn't do it. I put in and the then chat. I called you a dumb fucking idiot. Hold on. What I wrote in the chat. <laughs> What's the first I know, thing I, I saw wrote? It. I saw it, and can, that's why I called it out. Can you read it? <laughs> it says Jansen was right. Okay, so we're I good. I was, just, I was just calling that out to the listeners so they knew that I was right as well. <laughs> my bladder was not in the right mind. <laughs> my my head said, you're fucking wrong, bladder. Jansen was right. So here we are. You Fuck can't you. fight nature. Good shit. Exactly. You can't stop progress. That's uh, what this, this episode taught me. Okay, so... Fucking, you need that machine to evolve your fucking bladder, dude. We're at the end of the episode, <laughs> right? As far as yeah. going through it goes. Okay. We, 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 we talked about while you're gone was, did, did you feel like showing 
uh, Peter Cullum in full makeup at the beginning was a detriment to the episode. Did you feel like they just kind of gave away a little bit too much? Yes. I Completely. Do. Yeah, I feel like there's a better way to do that, like, you know, a shadowed face and maybe just seeing, like, it, his hand or something like that. It did not fine. help. Yeah. That might have also been some of that padding that I'm talking about. Maybe they had to put that. I think it was. Reused clip. Yeah. I think well, it was. First, for the first era. five minutes of the episode was padding. It takes her 10, you know, almost 10 minutes to walk up to the fucking door. So. Yeah. A lot of padding. You got to think like 1963. What are people watching? What are they thinking? And this was. I don't know. It wasn't live in 1963. That's what I'm saying. You got to think that way. Are it, you sure? It was. You got to think like. This is probably surprising to them. They're not used to like the the cold open of a show. And they're like, mm-hmm. "Who the fuck is this guy?" You know, and they're, and they're sitting there watching it. We're thinking it's this guy, and we see that guy on screen. We go, "Okay, that's that actor with makeup." You know, we're thinking a completely different thing than they are. True. So probably worked back then. Nowadays, not so much. Um, kinda... it's like it's like television previews for TV shows that you watch now. It's like. If you see the preview yeah. for the episode, it's like, man, I don't know if I need to watch that 26, 26 and a half minute well, episode. Now. He said the six. real reason they, they, they did it was probably because this, this is an hour long. It was probably separated by about a half an hour's worth of commercials. So you had to have the audience engaged so that they would come back after commercial break and not change the channel. That's the yes. real reason. But still, That's what I'm saying. If you're looking at it from a story standpoint, it's kind of cheap. Yeah. We're looking at it now where we can watch it without commercial breaks. We can just watch it where the fuck we want. Yes, it's a wonderful time. But back in the day, doesn't you know? With that, with that in my mind, it doesn't bother me. But well, back in the back in the day, that alien would stop in the middle of that uh, cold open and said, "This is the time to show you our sponsor, Chesterfield cigarettes for you children out there." Oasis Good cigarettes. For your throat. Oh, that's good for your throat and lungs. Oh. It's a great cigarette. <laughs> this is delightful. Thank you, Chesterfield. Yes, it's quite. It's a great cigarette. Brought yes. to you by Guzzler's Jizz. Smooth going on. You say Guzzler's Jizz? Jizz. <laughs> Guzzler's. He takes a out of his giant mug. <laughs> a giant mug of jizz. 64 <laughs> ounces of jizz. Flowers for Algernon Jizz. Oh good shit! All right, uh, Dick. What were your what's your what's your overall thoughts and, and rating? How can oh, we make how can we make Tokyo racist, Jason? What? How can we make Tokyo racist? <laughs> oh no! Uh, he wants to fire <laughs> white guy wearing a shirt. Adam's wearing a Tokyo shirt for he listeners. He wants to firebomb Tokyo again because he's a bigot. Okay. Adam or Dick, go ahead. Well, we don't have to make it racist. We just have to call him a weeb and shame him. What's a weeb? <laughs> you don't know what a weeb is. <laughs> What's a weeb? Uh, it's, it's it's a guy that's just way too into anime. Let's just put yeah. that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah the guys that sleep with the pillows that look like little anime girls. That's a weeb. Well, okay, because I have I have Japanese nephews, so I don't think they're weebs. They don't watch that shit. But they're Japanese. What do you think about the episode, Dick? I enjoyed it. Wow, they wouldn't know. They wouldn't know what a weeb is. They're too young. Nah, he's pretty smart though. He's a smart kid. Um, no, it's very good. I loved the uh, the makeup was great. It's very iconic makeup. Uh, that's basically outer limits. When you think of outer limits, that's the image you have. So yeah, that's that's pretty good. 
And um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I liked it. It's a um, very obvious uh, eight point seven three two four, and you uh, the nine worth the worth the effort. You gave it a nine? No. Okay. Well, okay. Seven point six. You gave it an eight. Twelve. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I gave it an eight. That's fine. Okay. I would say it's the, it's the best Outer Limits episode I think I've seen. I've seen a lot. I think this is the one that I really felt like they were they were on par with the Twilight Zone episode. You know what I still have pulled up on my screen? This some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Zadar. Uh, that sexy motherfucker. He's like a he's like a mutated Steven Seagal. He's the next step he would be of. Like what would He's the next step of Steven Seagal's evolution as Robert Zadar. If you were to shave Chuck Norris's beard, you'd have Robert Zadar. That's what it would be. All right, oh, that's what's hiding God. under Chuck oh, Norris's God. beard is another step online. You know? I gotta watch, watch Electric Boogaloo again. Oh, I fucking Why? love that. I love that documentary. It's my favorite documentary ever. Great documentary, like, like ten times. I fucking own a copy of it. It's fucking wonderful. It's hard to get. You can't find it really. It's Golan kind of and Globus, yeah. Golan Globus, those are those guys are my fucking heroes. I don't give They're a fuck funny. what anybody says. Those guys have balls. They had balls. Make one good movie, ten bad ones. Fuck yeah, it. Still make one good movie. Keep going. Keep going. Keep taking chances. Even, even they had no money. idea. They had no idea how to make a movie, but they tried. Keep spending money. Fuck it. It grows on trees. We'll find more money, fuckers. Yeah. I want to own the bank a hundred million. We we don't do lunch. Have a sandwich. Have a sandwich. Go down, take something. Oh shit, I died. Limousines, limousines, lunches, bunches. <laughs> That's a great some show. wonderful fucking movies like Hercules and uh, you can actually you can actually find that segment that's on that documentary. The uh, BBC uh, they did a feature on Canon in the eighties. It's on YouTube. You can watch it. It's uncut. It's all about Canon in the eighties. Fantastic. It's very interesting. It's very good. I have a list of Canon films. I'm always trying to track down everywhere I go. Like Ooh. I want to own the entire catalog. At some point. Oh that's, my that's god! That's an interesting premise there. I like to own the whole catalog. It's not like dangerous. you know the modern day version of that is. Got a lot of Dick, you know what I'm going to say. The modern, the modern day version of Canon would be. Um, um, Dick knows uh, what I'm going to say. Fucking Adam's what, wrong. Blumhouse. Blumhouse. No. Not the closest thing. No. At yeah, Blumhouse is successful. Yeah, Blumhouse is pretty damn successful. They're successful, but their movies are like one to ten as far as the shit factor goes. It's Dick, the who's the premise. modern day version of Golem Globus? Are you say uh, Asylum? Asylum. <laughs> oh, Asylum? Nah. No, they nah. definitely are. Asylum's not that good. Their movies don't even go to the theater. Not yeah. anymore. It's, well, I don't okay, because, all right, Asylum just does a generic version of a fucking movie that's not, already out. Nowadays they do. Go Before that, they weren't. two movies and kind of mash them together. Like, hey, let's take a ninja movie and The Exorcist and fucking flash dance and blend those fuckers together. So, and then you get Ninja Three: The Domination. I'm not saying work. they're the same model. I'm saying they're the same idea of let's do this moderately successful movies, and they just have different access because now they're ripoffs of old movies. And Golden Globus was kind of the same thing. 
Well, the only thing that Blumhouse does that's different and they're, they're genius about it is that they basically make the actor a partner in the budget. So, like, yeah. uh, uh, Plastic Wilson, he gets, like, maybe you know $150,000 to make the movie, but he gets 20% back-end gross, so he's making, like, $12 million per movie. See Thomas Howell. What's happening. Look no further than C. Thomas Howell. He's the making hitcher. more money than he ever did nowadays. No, I didn't change Adam's name. Jansen just has to <laughs> Jansen just goes, did you change I Adam's name? <laughs> it says Dick is lying for the He's podcast. He's a liar! For the podcast yeah. listener, it says Dick is lying. I don't know why you said that. I wasn't really here for that, I don't think. But... Oh, that's when he was giving his review. I said he was lying. Okay, so, part, sorry, pause. Dick, you gave it 7 out of 10, right? I would say so. Maybe okay. seven and a half. Uh, uh, Adam. Anytime now. Tokyo <laughs> Drift. I'd say... Uh, I'll say eight. Eight out of ten. Are you pregnant with pauses? What the fuck just happened there? It took you forever <laughs> to say that. He was buffering, dude. Let him have a moment, okay? <laughs> my internet dropped out. Is that what that was? Uh, yeah. You gave it an eight? My internet dropped out. So we have a seven and yeah. an eight. Damn. I'd give it an eight because I, I really enjoyed it. I, I would take away like two two uh stars or what whatever you call Stop it, two, it two digits because like I said <laughs> enormous amount of padding and uh, a couple of plot holes. But other than that, yeah, you know, like I said, good performances, decent story. Um, you know, I would I would come back. If I was new to this show, I'd I would want to come back for more to, to see if there were more episodes as, as good as this one. What's your score for it, Phoenix? So my score is next, and I will go. God, really? <laughs> Jesus Christ! So I will go with seven. I I liked the episode. I liked it. Seriously, seven? I liked, I liked it plenty. It it felt a little too well, you're wrong. The, can you shut the fuck up over there, Florida? Hey, look, I'm in a, I'm in a JJ Abrams <laughs> movie. Uh, your state is showing, bro. Calm down. Can you shut the fuck up, both you on the right? <laughs> Uh, my, my, I gave it a seven. It, it, I liked it. And then I watched it and I was like, I liked it more than I thought I did, which is a good sign. I didn't just go, eh, it's an episode. That's how I felt about the last episode we did, which was kind of bordering between. I liked the idea, but oh, there's way too many ideas. I don't follow through on that kind of ruined it for me, but I will say Jansen picking this blindly off IMDb reviews. You did not watch it first, right? Nope, I didn't watch it. And I didn't really look at the reviews. I oh, shut the, the fuck up. I don't want to stroke your ego. I just want to say, you know, kind of good job. Kind of good job. I don't need a whole story about it. Hey. I don't need a whole story about it. Hey. You keep wanting to tell me a story about it. Hey. He keeps wanting to go with the story. Hey. This is my review time. Hey. Suck a floppy donkey dick. Does it have That's to be all. floppy? Is that, if, yep. there's, if there's a bunch of donkeys around me with hard dicks, are you going to say, don't suck nope. those? You get the fucking, you get <laughs> no. the limp one. Just I get the, the one limp one in the corner that's elderly and about ready to yeah, be left you get behind the, in the pack. You get the, the donkey dick that has a little, like, touch of downs. <laughs> I get the oh. downsy dick? Okay. <laughs> I get that downsy dick of the one who can't stop thinking about his <laughs> business partner. <laughs> like, great. Okay, so <laughs> the dick. can we start calling the outer limits the Downsy Dick? <laughs> sure. 
Okay, I like the episode. Oh no, it's just, this show is way more fun than Tales from the Crypt. Holy God! Fuck. Yeah, yeah, right. I like this more. It reminded me yeah. of uh, the uh, this island Earth with the the big head. A little bit. It reminded me of uh, Terror from the Year Five Thousand, another Twilight or uh, MST episode with the with the machine that turned. You know, if you remember that episode, they would close the machine. It would bring them stuff in the future or from the past, and it was. Or, no, it is from the future because it's from the year 5000. So it bring them like statues and it was radioactive. And then uh, eventually it brings through a person with like sequins in her clothes. And that's how she looks like a future person from the 50s perspective. Terrible episode, but I love it. Jansen, just watch the episode. Terror from okay. the year 5000. Sure. And it's a terrible movie, but it reminded me of those two combined. But it also did them better. He clearly did them both better, and that caught me off guard because once I see something I recognize, I kind of go, box. I'll say this a thousand times throughout the show. I put things in boxes, and I see that, and I go, box. That's over there. But this one, this did a good enough job where it went. I went, box, box, and it broke through that, and I was like, this is better than those. Is that so, why it reminds you of Future War? Because box, 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 yeah. box. Shot, shot, sh- no, box. Yeah, 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 it's Future War just with the boxes. That's it. Fucking have an aneurysm right now. You all right? <laughs> shots, 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 shot, shot, that song. But yes. Shots, shots, shots. But. I put things in boxes. I don't want to extend my, my review portion of this, but it, it, it surpassed what I thought it was going to end up being. In the first half, I was like, fuck this show. And then the second Burn half, I was like. You done? You done, Trent? Um, but the second half, I was like, uh, this is good. This is great. And I liked it. The second half was a lot better for me. Mm. And uh, that's what I thought. Uh, Adam, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> are you laughing at the Trent Reznor joke? Or what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Jansen, you picked the episode. You're responsible for this particular God episode. Damn right I did. Fucking great job, me. Adam, prepare yourself. No, I was going to make fun of you, Jansen. I really was. I, I yeah. told these guys before you came in, I'm says, no matter what it is, I'm going to say this is the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in the world in my life. But I can't fucking do it. We, we, but we, Jansen, yeah. seriously, though, you did ruin my life. So fuck you. No, I'm just <laughs> All right, cool. I want to say, Jansen. Ah, fuck. <laughs> yeah. There it is. Give it up. Give it, Give it up. You did a good job. Give it up. All right. Now, as the one yeah. person in this room who actually fucking watched the episode, all the what? dialogue. Yeah, one. <laughs> I gave it a two. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I fucking hate this garbage. <laughs> Everything you guys really missed was too? subtlety of bullshit. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> fucking solid nine out of ten for me. Um, I, I really thoroughly enjoyed the episode. I thought it was a, obviously... I share the same opinions about parts of it. Like it was a slow burn to start. There was definitely a lot of padding, but I felt like the whole story tracked really well. The dialogue flowed. Um, and it was like Can somebody I, thought about it. Right. And it, it didn't just get spewed out on the paper. Go ahead. What's up? I, I just want to pause you. Cause I, I didn't even mention that sort of stuff with the, with the slow pacing stuff. And that's a good sign mm-hmm. that I didn't mm-hmm. mention the slow pacing because I noticed it in the first 20 minutes, the next whatever left of it. I didn't really think about the time. Yeah. Sorry, continue. No, no, that's fine. That's a good call out. 
I mean, it, that that goes to show that like they they were doing something right, right? Yeah. Because you you were thinking about it to begin yeah. with, and then you were so enthralled with what was going on that you forgot about it at that point. Um, you so, were invested in the characters and the story. And no, it sure it, as shit it wasn't because Jansen joined until, us. Until uh, Dave Cullum comes in, and he kind of it just picks up immediately after he shows. Yeah, up, yeah. That 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 thought. scene in the bakery really is where where it really starts to to pick up its pace, mm-hmm. but. Um, I, I just I thought there was a lot going on, which was really good. I, I feel like shows like this, right? Shows like any type of anthology show, truly benefits from having that time. Um, you know, this the fact that this is a fifty-one minute. What do you got to say? Can you do me a favor and watch uh, the first episode we did of this show and yeah. see if you like it? it. Be- because we did not watch it the way you did. So I'm just curious. See, and I think honestly, I feel like that may be a detriment to these shows. Like I feel For like you. we may No, I honestly feel like we may be not giving them a, a fair shake. I don't know. Obviously, I haven't watched that episode. I will watch it. That's fine. And I'll give you my honest opinion, but and I'm not saying that it, it won't be the same as yours. I'm just uh, but... curious if you want to watch that episode on your own, a feasibility yeah. study. I'd love yeah. to hear your little feedback of the next episode we do. I'm typing it in our chat. Please ability skelly's typing oh uh, while he's while he's typing i wanted to mention too wait i'm not done Fuck, i'm just kidding Go. oh well you're typing and we have to just sit here and wait while you i'm done i'm done he's, typing he's i was done, done typing like 10 minutes ago dude. you're done typing 10 minutes ago shut up dick <laughs> dick's the new frank i don't know if you guys knew that <laughs> well, here he's not uh, i'll take it you're in frank's spot he was on time yeah he was on time. Fuck you, dude. I told you I wasn't going to show up. Okay. Uh, go ahead with your thoughts, Adam. Sorry. No, all I want to say was the, the, the cool thing about anthology shows is the fact that you have a short story. And mm-hmm. part of the fun of watching these is you can usually figure out the story. It's what the director does with the time. Like, mm-hmm. are they going to focus on the padding? Are they going to focus more on this part? You know, it, where are they going to focus it? You know, it's yeah. a, that, that's kind of one of the things that we were complaining about the last t- Twilight Zone episode we did, you know, with the fucking Caesar and shit, is we would have liked more of what happened at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Instead, you get a lot of stuff at the beginning that's not all that interesting. So yeah. that's the fun part is what is the director going to do with that story? Is he going to bore us to death? Or that, that's why I feel like, you know, well, I don't think Outer Limits necessarily has to be 50 minutes. Maybe a half an hour, maybe 45 would be all right. But, you know, it, sure. it's... Get over that yeah, hurdle. They're I mean, all fifty minutes. For for me though, like I I would say that so much of my enjoyment out of an episode is the dialogue, and I I know, like we have the thing going where we're doing the commentary, and I get that whole shtick. Um, but like there's pieces of this episode that I think go missed because of that. Like there there's a whole internal like battle with this guy, and he's he's talking about like morality and like his evolution and, and why it's wrong that he's thinking about doing these things or why it's right. And we miss a little bit of that. And that really adds to the plot and it really develops the story. And that's why it comes to a nine out of 10 for me is because I really get to enjoy that, but I don't get the stick, the shtick, whatever. It's fine. Um, you guys do. And that's perfectly fine. It's for somebody. It's just not for me. He doesn't get the dick. I don't get I'm the dick. I'm sorry. Either. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll be happy. No, I, I, I'm fine with watching it on my own and then jumping in later. I, I do not give a fuck. So um, I, I still really enjoyed it, and I enjoy talking to you guys about it. So, Welcome. Shut up, Phoenix. I have the hiccups. 
Oh no. <laughs> it's all I can say. My uh, internet has a hiccup. You guys are fucking rubber banding big time. Kirkland Kirkland whiskey coming back at you. It's coming back at me. In a big time. Um yeah, I I enjoyed the episode and that is more than I could ever say about a Tales from the Crypt episode. See, that's not true. Oh, amen to that. Is it? Is it not true, Dick? You did like some episodes. I like three episodes no. out of yeah, 20. You like three episodes, and one of them wasn't even technically Tales from the Crypt, so. But it still was there. Yeah, but it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Let me go and pull up a site. Uh oh. That we all love. Whose turn is it this week? It's it's uh it's Adam's turn. Well, and there goes at, the streak. Look how big the board <laughs> is now here. I'm, oh, I'm gonna laugh if it pulls another hour limits. Let me look how look, we really did want to fuck with you too. Holy it's, shit! It's, look cool. how big that board is now. Wow. Okay, Jeez. so Jansen. Yeah. No, Dick. Yes. Okay. Hold on. It's not doing it. It's not sorting. Okay. Oh, here Hold we go. On. It doesn't matter. Dick, tell me when. Oh, I now I know why you asked Dick instead. <laughs> oh, when? Okay. Uh, Jansen, tell me when to click the uh, spin button. Anytime. Dead silence here. Oh, he's gone. He's gone. I'm just kidding. Go ahead and spin. He's back. Okay, Adam. You're going to pick an episode of whatever show we land on here. Oh. Okay. No. Okay, good. Woo. Well, Alfred Hitchcock okay. presents the original show. Oh, wow. That's actually pretty I good. I can dig it. Hold on. There are episodes I do I'm not have. I'm Thriller. I know you have Thriller on there, and those fuckers are boring. Holy shit. There are certain episodes... I'll go over that later with you. It doesn't concern the fans, uh, the people listening. But uh, Alfred Hitchcock presents from 1955 through 1962. Uh, there's some good episodes in there. Uh, Adam and I will talk off screen about what we have, what we don't have, and blah, 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 blah. Who cares? But he's mm-hmm. going to pick the next episode we do from Alfred Hitchcock presents 1955 through yeah, 1962. Better be fucking good. The reason I stress those years is much like Outer Limits is there's three different versions of Alfred Hitchcock shows. There's Presents from the 50s to 60s, there's 85 to 89, and then there's 62 to 65. Hey, Darth Vader, I think you need to change your filter. Nope, I'm fine. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, talking about dick. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Oh, Jansen, that was great. <laughs> He's Downsy Dick Eater. <laughs> he stopped listening to us five minutes ago. I didn't know yeah, he changed his name. <laughs> he has lost the podcast. <laughs> Leave me a child. <laughs> uh... Had to. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I myself again. Oh man, good shit. So next week, Adam Go will choose. After that, I'm choosing. 
I finally mm. choose an episode. I haven't done it yet. Uh, I'm nervous. God help us. Yeah, you guys are in trouble. <laughs> I have found. Well, it's going to be something with John Frankenheimer. Duh. No, he hasn't. He's only done a Tales from the Crypt episode. That's all he's done. So, he hasn't done any other episode for any other anthology mm, show ever. Not that I know of. Okay. He did Playhouse 90, but I, I don't know. He must not be that good. I thought then. he did I mean, everything. Shit. No, no shit. I don't have those on my list. Wasn't it high demand? Am I right, Jansen? <laughs> and now you now you he, fed he, me an idea. And I look. He didn't he didn't direct a nightmare uh, of uh, a Freddy Krueger show? What was that one? Nightmare on Elm Street no, the show? No, what no. was it called? Freddy's Nightmares? He was too busy working. With real movies. Oh, <laughs> Freddy's Nightmares is technically Freddy. an anthology show, isn't it? Yeah. Is I, it Freddy's Nightmares? I can't find that show oh, there. Yeah. It's a bad oh, show. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, that's too bad you can't find that show. I'm all fucking it's broken up. It's a bad that. show. My heart pumps purple peanut butter. You can't find a Freddy Krueger show. Oddly, is that a South Florida phrase or North Florida phrase? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Or a Florida phrase. <clears throat> purple peanut butter? Grape? Grape? To say grape. Grape drink. Because what else would purple peanut butter be? What, why the fuck is know. your peanut butter purple? Dinosaur dick cheese? I don't know why we talk about John Frankenheimer all the time. Fuck okay, man. cool. So <laughs> so let me get started. He's got you there. I mean, So in 1980-whatever during Fr- Freddy's Nightmares, he was probably working with like Don Johnson mm. and stuff like that. The guy was working. Yeah. Don Johnson, huh? Fuck you. You never heard of Miami Vice. His cock was the size of a Coke can. Or Don Johnson is in a Nick Cage movie, Jansen. Because he had syphilis. Oh, good Christ. Just respect him. Just respect Don Johnson. He he blasted Melanie Griffith. Totally blasted her. It's all right. I have the DVD of The Island of Dr. Moreau. You want to know how many John Frankenheimer movies I've seen? Zero. Just... All you need to do, Jansen, is is watch The Island of Dr. Moreau and you'll know everything. (laughs) No, that's... I'm looking at Jack Frankenheimer right now. That's not fair. He's hired on the last second. But, but Jansen, maybe if you haven't seen Zero, if you've seen Zero, maybe shut the fuck up. How about that? How about that as advice? Hey, maybe if you've seen all of them, maybe you could stop sucking his dick. I did. (laughs) Done. Uh, Man, he's been off this mortal coil since 2002. It's probably for good. You see what Hollywood is now. Oh boy! I mean, he oh. wasn't doing much before he died. So, so cool. It's just Dick and I, and <laughs> this is a great show. They both discouraged some Frankenheimer, and here they are sitting in the wings. He did a bunch of uh, the the higher sh- shorts. He did one. It says here he did Ambush, two thousand one. He just did Ambush. Step, seven Up commercial, James Bond theme short. Huh. And then the higher yeah. short. They have the higher on here twice. He just did the higher. Games. Uh, I'm just mentioning the ones that I've seen. Yeah, he did the oh. shitty ones you've seen. Oh, French Connection 2. That's a good one. George Wallace was a good miniseries. Yeah. Andersonville's good. Andersonville's great. Uh, a Grand Prix. I think I've seen that one. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. So this is, this is fun. I have nothing else. Have you seen Year of the Gun, Phoenix? I have. Andy oh McCarthy, really? Sharon Stone. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Wow. It's got a 5.6 on IMDb. Yeah, it's about that. <laughs> okay. He's great from the 50s through the 60s. And after that, whatever may come. I'm curious about 52 Pickup, because that's a canon film. I have not seen that one. That is with Roy Scheider yeah. and Anne Margaret and yeah. Vanity. Ooh. <laughs> Written by Elmore Leonard. It's based on his novel. That, that could go either good. way. Uh, Kelly Preston. I can think it was Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> you can't unhear it now. You can't. <laughs> oh, Dick. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. <laughs> 6.4 out of Did 10. you stop smoking? I haven't smoked. It's not smoke. I think I got a real bad uh, issue with my sinuses right now. I've had it for like three weeks. Uh, it's called a tissue. I'm just kidding. Sorry. No, no, I, I, I've, I'm just blown, being a dick I've, now. I've blown so many tissues. You leave, it's it, bad. leave it on your desk like Jansen does. And you can jerk off. Listen, they're, they're in the fucking cubby. All right. Fuck you, dude. I, I use paper <laughs> towels. Damn, you come hard. <laughs> I come through my hand. I got seventeen ply paper towels. I gotta get some uh, fucking metal involved here. Oh get... shit! Ninety nine and forty four, one hundred percent dead. Have you seen that? No, but we did talk about the twa- uh, Tales from the Crypt episode that is based yeah. on that title. And... That's that's weird. And then we watched that episode, and I do not remember what it's about. <laughs> Adam, any idea? I think I get it now. He has a movie called The Extraordinary Seaman. That's the one that's probably your favorite. Am I correct? <laughs> the, delicious movie. Uh, the Extraordinary Seaman, 1969. Coincidence. Yeah. It's right after a movie he did called The Fixer. Isn't mm. your favorite of his uh, seconds? Seconds and The Manchurian Candidate. Yeah. Seconds mm. is great. Let me, uh, good talk. Good talk. He's going to pull out his fucking pop-up of John Frankenheimer. I don't have Is Jane Frankenheimer dildo? Oh, that's it. Once time. Oh, here's a uh, Oxbow incident. Are those soundtracks? Oh, no, those are laser discs. My bad. Did he direct Oxbow incident? No, couldn't have. No. No, I don't think so. Venturian Candidate. Yeah. Did we see that? We saw the remake of that in theaters. Remember that? With Denzel? Never saw it. Yeah, we saw the theater, I think. Nope. Uh, were you not there? Maybe you weren't there. <laughs> nope, never saw it. That'd be like going fucking blocking it out of his memory. Wow. <laughs> How do you Maybe fuck that... up a movie with Denzel and Meryl Streep? How do you fuck that up? Jonathan oh, Demi, explain please. yourself to me. I watched uh, Oculus. Who told me to watch Oculus? I like Oculus. Yeah. Well, Mike Flanagan's good. Flanagan's a good director. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's Did good. you like Oculus? Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed it. Good movie, right? Yeah, it was solid. That's what I say. All his, all my when you read it, when you read a Mike Flanagan synopsis, you're like, that sounds dumb. And you watch the movie, you're like, that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every one of his movies is like that. Yeah, Flanagan's good. He's solid. I like him a lot, and I and yeah. I. I Every time I watch this movie, I go, oh, this is going to be so stupid. The synopsis set. Oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> did, you, 
Didn't he direct Hush too? Yeah. Hush. Did you watch uh, Hunting of Bly Manor yet? Not yet. Yeah, we wa- we watched it. Nice watch. Is it worth uh, watching? The, the Haunting on the... Or the no spoilers. Hill House was, was better. Yeah, yeah Hill House is, is better, but this one is just kind of more it's, of a... real. It's more love story oriented. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to watch job. it a lot because I like Mike Flanagan and everything he it's does is fucking great. Well, he, only, he only directed the first episode, though. That's the problem. Oh, really? Yeah. Think, I mean... He was doing Doctor Sleep at the time. Doctor oh, Sleep Dr. is Sleep fucking. So Doctor Sleep is good, but it shouldn't be. It should mm-hmm. be terrible. I know, right? But it's good. The Man. book sucks. I know because why we're here from the book. It's terrible. It's like if that was the movie, I would have hated the movie. Doctor Sleep's one of those ones that has enough good that I can overlook the bad and get through it. The book. Yeah. Wait, there was a more than one Oculus. The movie. Yeah, there's yeah. there's an original Oculus before that, but don't bother. Mm-hmm. That's a porno. It's it's okay. Don't bother. But Oculus, uh, uh, what's the what's the tri- uh, Ouija three or Ouija two, whatever. Ouija two, Origin yeah. of Terror, Ouija two, Origin of yeah. Horror, whatever it's called. And then he did a uh, Hush, uh, Before I Wake, which is pretty good. Not great. Probably his worst movie. Wait, which one? Hush? Uh, Before I Wake. Oh, I with Ethan Tremblay, and he's. Sh- he shows up and he's he's their dead kid and there's butterflies involved. It's fucking. Yeah. It's kind of stupid, but it's also not. Yeah. Mm. And then he did. Uh, what else did he do after that? Uh, he did obviously uh, Gerald's Game, which is good, really good. If you haven't seen Gerald's Game, watch that next, Jensen. And then he did. Uh, he did the. Wait, you're haunt- saying that he only. He he wrote. All of Haunting of Hill House and Bly yeah. Manor. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, only directed one episode this this year gotcha, of Bly Manor. Yeah. But he did uh, Doctor he... Sleep as well. And he did, uh, yeah. what's that other movie he did uh, before that? Hold on. Let me look up right here. I got Mike Flanagan on the brain because that's all we've watched lately. Uh... Or Hush. No, that movie's not that great. It's a cool idea, but I just don't like it as a movie. Ghost of Hamilton Street, The Glebe Show, those Firefighter are, Combat Challenge, Still Life, Make Believe. Those are all independent shit, shit that uh, nobody's ever seen. There's nothing else on here, dude. Dobara? Dobara? No. No. What That's about After Hush? Wrong. After Hush is Before I Wake, Ouija, Dobara, Gerald's Game, and then the rest. Yeah. Okay. That's it, then. The guy makes gonna... movies that sound fucking stupid, but are really good. And the guy's a great director. And I, I look he's forward to everything he does. He's got a new one on the books that's not. Uh, doesn't have a synopsis yet or anything. Kind of like a Dan O'Bannon script. It yeah. sounds terrible on paper, but they actually. Yeah, we went cool way off the fucking rails with this last. You're right, part of but <laughs> but I, I, you know, people are curious about if you're in the outer limits, and it's kind of the same thing where it's like sounds either great or terrible, and. And, yeah. and Mike Flanagan's right there, where it's like this sounds terrible. Oh, this is great. Yeah, you just it's honestly to me, it probably wouldn't have been as good. But when you watch it, it's like, yeah. oh, this is actually well done. Yeah. You know what it is? It's not so much the synopsis that he he does terrible. It's the fucking previews. His trailers are fucking shit. Mm, and yeah. so if you if you 
judge whether or not you're going to watch one of his movies based off the trailer. Just don't even fucking watch it. Just watch it. It's movie. not him choosing the trailer, but yeah. I no, know I know, mean. but like whoever's doing his trailer work, yeah. it sucks. Studios, yeah, the studios can fuck up a movie with a bad trailer. The Haunting of, of Hill House, the first 10 episodes of that show are fucking solid. And, yeah. and there's one episode where he directed, which is, I think, one of the best directing jobs in the last 15 years, which is the the one where they actually have her funeral. Yeah, that's it's a good just one. the yeah. set changing. Isn't there, it's all like basically it, one shot and the set changes. Yeah, the one and, shot episode. That thing is yeah. fucking next level. And it turns into the blind, and then the, not the blind manor, but the hill house. It turns like they follow follow Timothy Hutton, and it turns into the house in the hallway mm-hmm. back there. It's fucking. Yeah. It's like the first. It's like the first fucking forty minutes great. of the episode almost. It's, is one it's, shot. it's fucking yeah. solid. You yeah. can't say the Haunting that... Hill House is a good example of what you do if you want to remake something and make it better. Make, take it and just go just way. Write your own fucking thing. Haunting exactly. Haunting and Hill House is fucking stupid. It's a stupid script. It's a stupid movie. It's a really stupid sequel or remake that they did. Oh yeah, with, uh, with Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam, Liam Neeson and uh, what's her name? Catherine. Catherine Zeta Jones. Yeah. Jones. And Lily Taylor. Let's not forget who hangs herself in the garden, which is the funniest scene in the movie. Oh, Wilson gets crushed into the fireplace. But. But yeah, yeah, his show is fucking solid. He is a great director. You can't watch that show, and even if you don't like it, you can't go. He's a bad director. You can't say yeah. that. And it's it's a solid. I, I I definitely recommend it time and time again. But Bly Manor, I'm curious about. I'm gonna watch it in the next couple of weeks here. Well, again, he only directed the first episode. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I can't believe he directed all ten episodes of the original show. Yeah, that is fucking. Did you ever crazy. see um? Did you guys ever watch the Babadook? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good fucking Australian. Movie, bro. That was the one I that I wasn't that expecting one. either. That one that one fucks with you. It stays with you. That's what mm-hmm. I call a good horror movie. The ones that stay with you long after you watched yeah. them. Like, you think about that one. Yeah. Look at this fucking picture. It's like her husband in the basement. Yep. I haven't seen that movie in five years, and I still remember that. There's uh, another one called Housebound that was pretty fucking good. Too. Housebound is good. Yeah. a lot of good horror. No, come out of New no spoiler on Housebound, but Housebound's pretty good. Housebound's good. This is budget Tom Hanks. <laughs> he's shit. not. He's not Colin Hanks either. No. <laughs> okay. No, good. It's brother Peter, isn't it? <laughs> Great. Are we on your iPhone? Out. Why is the display like this? No, my second monitor is vertical. Oh, okay. Gotcha. There's a joke. <gasps> knock, knock. Until next Who's time. That? And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. And I'm Jansen Carlin. Adam Wilcox. Feed me a child. <laughs> Dirk Dirker. Say your Darth name. Vader. Say your fucking name. Dick, take it. Okay, thank you. Your fucking name. Oh, LIWstudios.com, blah, blah, blah. Raiders of the Lost Flicks.com, blah, blah, blah. Go buy Richard Pierce books on on Amazon. Sure. And Jansen wants to recommend uh, IamAPedophile.com. What? (laughs) Fuck you, dude. He wants to see a minor get convinced by a scientist. You're you're a fucking pedophile. (laughs) Sorry, man. That's happening. Never coming back on this show. Oh, my God. Adam will choose our next episode so you get to be called a pedophile next week. (laughs) So long, citizens.
All things considering, Jansen, we were easy on you this week, dude, because we actually liked the episode. 